When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. D-backs win. D-backs win. <laughs> We're celebrating. Of course. Oh, I'm celebrating this guy. D-backs win. Yay. Okay. So anyway, welcome to the PHNX D-backs show. Uh, my name is Derek Monti. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. This guy over here is our vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Well, you know, Derek, just as we all expected, uh, a completely wild night of baseball at Chase Field ended with Sergio Alcantara hitting a three-run home run off of Craig Kimbrell. I don't know what you guys were expecting to happen at the end of this game, but I know I was expecting that all the way through. Do you want to stop lying now? Yeah, no cap, no cap. This yeah. guy, this guy comes. <laughs> Sergio Alcantara comes up to the plate. This guy immediately starts questioning Tori Lovello's entire resume, everything well, about him as I, a manager, yeah, every I'd, decision I'd he's ever made. I'd forgotten for a moment that Stone Garrett had been used earlier in the game, and so at that point, it started to make a little bit more sense. Keep, keep a better um, scorecard. Keep a scorecard. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, uh, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHMX. Get yourself some free goodies, and of course. Uh, DraftKings is America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, Jesse, don't pee in our pool. Don't pee in our don't pool. Pee, don't pee in our pool. Uh, <laughs> we have law enforcement officers waiting and ready for you guys. But, of course, uh, what a walk-off win. The Diamondbacks uh, win it. They avoid the sweep, win it in 10 innings. I mean, this was a game that had a loss written all over it. felt like once the Diamondbacks <laughs> kind of uh, lost control early on, we had some you know, Dalton Varsho <laughs> home runs. We had him showing off the power tools. We had a Corbin Carroll home run. This was a very fun game. Dodgers tried to ruin it, even with their B squad. Uh, that isn't their norm. Like, the- <sighs> That makes me. I just feel like I undercut our own victory there. Yeah, with the we didn't comment. need to mention that the Dodgers um, had their B squad in this early in the show. That was completely unnecessary. Yeah, but uh, here we are. <laughs> Ro, uh, Roman Mendoza says, "I literally stopped watching after the pass ball." And man, yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, yes, Sean. I am going with the Wow Joy Bus because it's it's a win. Jesse's got water, of <laughs> course, water. but that's because Jesse is. <laughs> who he is. Uh, Of course, the Dodgers did celebrate clinching the NL West at Chase Field again. Like we haven't seen this entirely too many times, but uh, they did at least have a little class about it this time and kept it in the clubhouse where they belong. Uh, But it was a nice victory. The Arizona Diamondbacks come back. They avoid getting swept. Uh, Obviously, losing the series isn't great. This feels like the ultimate kind of like consolation prize that you you at least got to win, right? But Let's be honest, uh, Ryan Nelson's start was incredible, and the Arizona Diamondbacks were very much in a position to potentially win that game. Uh, Their offense didn't show up for the first two games of this series, but luckily today it showed up, and it showed up at the right time. It really did, and what's wild to me, Derek, is the Diamondbacks did not have a hit with runners in scoring position in this series until Sergio Alcantara comes through 
with a three-run home run Man. against Craig Kimbrell. The offense, I mean, the Diamondbacks' offense in this series just really struggled throughout pretty much uh, the entire way. I mean, they didn't score a run until um, this third and final game of the series. They were shut out in both of the first two games. I believe that was the first time the Dodgers had shut out a team on back-to-back days. So it was uh, at least this season. Um, so it was a really rough couple of days for the Diamondbacks' offense. And um, you know, they didn't, it wasn't like, you know, they had 15 hits or anything in this game, but they got what they needed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also want to credit the bullpen, uh, in this game, uh, even though things were, were not great there in the 10th inning, um, you know, you could make a case the diamondbacks really shouldn't have given up a run at all in that inning. Uh, could tell Marte you can made make a strong case for that. You can make a very strong case for that. Absolutely. Could tell Marte made a, a very costly defensive mistake by not covering first base on a bunt. Um, then you had a wild pitch also in the inning, which I think Cooper Hummel, um, probably should have had a handle on, um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the defense made some mistakes there. But on the whole, the bullpen was very, very good in this game. Uh, Caleb Smith, two and two-thirds innings yeah. out of the bullpen, didn't allow a run. Um, and then Joe Mantiply, Kevin Ginkle, and, and Reyes Maranza. I mean, that that run wasn't an earned run uh, there in the 10th inning. So I don't, all think, that in was, all, I don't think that was on Maranza really anyway. No, no, yeah. I mean, it really, it really didn't feel that way. So, um, so yeah, the, a rare occasion where we can applaud the Diamondbacks bullpen uh, at the end of the series. We haven't had many of those uh, <laughs> many of those days this season. Yeah, let's take a look at the numbers from this series because they definitely tell the tale about uh, starting pitching ERA here. The Dodgers were just dominant in this series as far as starting pitching goes. The Diamondbacks offense was really just missing in action, but. At least, uh, if, again, there's going to be moral victories about this series, and I guess one of them would be that the, the Diamondbacks did do a really good job of holding the Dodgers in check. It just seemed like there were these moments where suddenly they they things kind of spiraled out of control. The 6 to nothing loss uh, in Game 2 I don't feel like was actually as bad as it looks. No, right? no, because it was a tie game going to the seventh inning. <laughs> right. It was a very competitive baseball game most yeah, of the way. Absolutely. It was zero zero, you know. So uh relief pitching ERA, the big difference here. Obviously, the Diamondbacks relief uh relievers have not been good in this series. And like Jesse said, at least today they showed up and honestly that's why the Diamondbacks won. That's pretty much it. They yeah. were able to close the door here at the end. And uh, that big Sergio Alcantara home run that Jesse questioned from the minute he was in the <laughs> batter's box. I know all of you, the moment Sergio Alcantara <laughs> was up, you guys are all like, oh, this game's over. Like, it's an easy dub for the D-backs oh, at this point. Had, I know that's how takes. all of you this felt. This guy had hot uh, takes. But I was, uh, I was not so sure at that yeah, point in the yeah. game. I, so. knew. I knew. Derek I knew. Man, I was ready yes. for it. I was already walking it <laughs> off. Um, but I guess the question here is... You know, the Diamondbacks did still get thoroughly beat in this series, even though they avoided the sweep. And yeah. is there any real moral victories here? Is there anything to take away? I mean, when you look at the difference between payrolls of these two teams, I would say that the Diamondbacks should be pretty satisfied if they're just able to hang with a team yeah. like the Dodgers. Today's game not really being as included as much as like what Ryan Nelson did in game two. Yeah, Um I think that I think there is a, a this game does have meaning, right? I mean, the Dodgers, I think, especially yesterday, there's just like there's an embarrassment that comes with having another team clinch on your own field, yes. right? Like, yeah. um, and Merrill Kelly said after the game yesterday, 
um, you know, he kind of brushed it off. He said, I mean, they were going to clinch somewhere, right? Like we've all known the Dodgers were going to win the NL West for kind of a long time. It's no point. secret. Yeah. Um, so in, in his mind, it just sort of so happened to, to occur at Chase Field. And it wasn't, you know, didn't have much more meaning than that. But there were some players um, and and Tori Lovello yesterday who when the Dodgers started their celebration uh, for winning the NL West title, there were some guys who hung out in the dugout for several minutes uh just sort of watching and reflecting as the dodgers celebrated on the diamondbacks home turf right thinking about you know uh how how long from now you know could this be something that the diamondbacks themselves are participating in right you don't want to see other teams celebrate on your own field um but I think just this game is is a really good response to that. You know, the D-backs are not there yet. Um, and uh, even though this is a, a fun game and a fun win, um, you know, at the end of the day, the D-backs are, are not going to the same place the Dodgers are this season. For sure. But it's, you know, it's something to build on. And I think every moment where the D-backs show up in games against the Dodgers and show that they can compete against this baseball team, uh, it means a lot. And it, and it means even more... Uh, you know, the night after the Dodgers clinch in, in your home field and you want to just sort of salvage some dignity for yourself. It's bulletin board material. And as much as we yeah. as normal people that don't play sports don't really see the motivation there as much as these guys do, these guys are amped and pumped for these games. They're amped and pumped for challenges. They circled dates when it was a team that gave up on them. They circled yeah. dates when it's a team that drafted them, that didn't, you know, that traded them away, whatever the case may be, right? Uh, just might be a team that like the Dodgers where we were talking about Josh Rojas saying that they had a different attitude now about this and that yeah. they were kind of, they, they were, they were pumped. They, they were, were pumped excited, to play the Dodgers. You know yeah. I mean? And they got to play them and they got to see, you know, them clinch. It's kind of like Lavallo taking the team to the Colorado avalanche championship parade when they were in Denver playing the Rockies. Right. Mm -hmm. We actually joked about that and then found out they really did that. They actually did it. Like we just said <laughs> it as like a, Hey, you should do that. You should take them down there and see what a championship <laughs> parade looks like. Yeah. Right. So Tori Lovello did that. And, <laughs> and again, this is a motivator. It's something for these guys. It's something for them to think about. It's something to think about during the off season when you're training and when you have those days where you don't want to push that extra effort, it's that thing that will come up in your brain and make you make you try harder, make you get that 1% better the next day and every single day going forward if you want to attain that goal to getting to that point where you're yeah. celebrating on either your home field or on someone else's home field. But there's much more to this because it's the Dodgers, right? Tori Lavallo and the Diamondbacks have had to watch the Dodgers not only be the best team in their division for years, but I was there. That I was there the day they jumped in the pool. I've been there entirely <laughs> too many times personally to see the Dodgers celebrate. Adrian Gonzalez sprayed me with champagne right in my fucking eyes. Like, this is something <laughs> that I personally have had to witness, and this team has had to witness entirely too much. And Jesse actually asked Tori Lavello about not only the Dodgers being uh, this dominant team, but their fans coming to Chase Field, like we all know, yeah. and kind of taking over and making it into this home series for the Dodgers yeah, on the road. It was bad. And I mean, this series, it was it was pretty bad. It there was. were a lot of Dodgers fans at Chase Field. We've talked about this so much. I think it's something that, like, most Diamondbacks fans know all about, right? Like, most Diamondbacks fans actively avoid Dodgers games instead yeah. of coming out for them like <laughs> we you used can, to at you one You can point. tell at the ballpark because yeah. there's not many of them there. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, our, our man Rock in the comments says, I'm sick of seeing the Dodgers celebrating on our field. 
Yeah. And honestly, it's it's it is a celebration when so many of the fans in the stands are there to see the Dodgers. And Tori Lavello sounded off about that. And we actually thought that he he was uh, he's pretty fired up. Yeah, I mean, it, it it bothers me a lot. You know, they deserve to come to the stadium. Um, I, I wanted to be our fans. I wish it was, but we got to earn that. We got we got to make make our fans come out here and enjoy our brand of baseball and 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 when when we start doing it and winning baseball games they'll come out here we know they're here but yeah i don't like it i don't like it at all i've been watching it here for a long time none of us like it tory and no. I, I think that's what it's it's gotten to the point to have that reputation where now Instead of like, hey, let's rally and let's come out and let's support the team when we know the Dodgers are going to be in town. <laughs> I feel like most people just give up on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we need to get back to that point. We need to get back to where this team has that strong fan support and has fans coming out for a series like this. Tonight's game was fun. It was exciting. Most importantly, it's brought to you by Campaign. Because Campaign <laughs> came all the way down here just because he saw what was going on with the Diamondbacks. He saw him struggling. And like the true friend he is, Campaign came out to to reach out a hand and say, here, let me take you. You know, it's like the Diamondbacks looked up at Campaign and they asked, like, why is it during the most difficult times during this season when mm. we look back on it? Why, Campaign, was there only one set of footprints in the sand? And Campaign said, my son, that's when I was carrying you guys. <laughs> And that's what he did tonight. <laughs> he came down to the ballpark to carry the team. Did oh you see Lavallo? Lavallo dapped up maybe three members yeah. of the team before he went over to dap up campaign. <laughs> Tori knew who brought the luck tonight, and it was our fellow Valley of the Sun member campaign from the Phoenix Suns. So we really we, never should have doubted that the Diamondbacks would find a way to win this game. With campaign in the knowing house. Knowing that campaign right. was in the house. He should have yeah. brought Mikel Bridges. They would have won this thing in a blowout. Oh, right? absolutely. Right? I mean, yeah. that's the way it works, but... <laughs> Uh, Leah said we can't make campaign the king of the series. So instead, we're going to make... I said no such thing. She, 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 she was on board. I'm not like... Uh, Sergio Alcantara, Alcantara. I'm sorry. Alcantara. I always want to say it the way it's yeah. spelled. Uh, Sergio Alcantara, he is our king of the series uh, with that walk-off home run. It really doesn't matter what else he did. Uh, the Diamondbacks didn't do much else in this series offensively, but that home run was obviously the biggest hit of, of all three of these games. It really was. Um, yeah, I mean, in a series where as a team you only scored five runs and all five of them came in the last game and all and three of the five came on the last pitch of the last game in this series. <laughs> Literally, the majority of the Diamondbacks run in the series came on the last pitch of the series. Yep. Sergio Alcantara, pretty much automatically the king of the series at that point. Um, he's had some big moments uh, for this team. And I, I know a lot of people... Maybe Trash talked him a little bit a few months ago during his first stint with the Diamondbacks. I know it's weird to think back to now, but um, he was with the Diamondbacks and then they let him go and the Padres picked him up. He didn't play particularly well there. Um, and then the Diamondbacks uh, got him again uh, after that. And he's been really productive in this second stint. Um, he's not an everyday player, right? You really only see him like maybe twice a week, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, but he really has uh, made an impact um, in this second stint with the team, and he's had some dramatic moments throughout the season, and tonight was definitely one of them. Well, tonight's celebration is brought to you 
by our friends at OGs. There you go. Um, at least half half of our That's what you were throwing into the sky. That's when what the, I was when throwing the show, into the sky. The but opened, uh, yes. make sure you try our wonderful <laughs> friends at OGs. It's a perfect way to celebrate. Uh, they are the leading uh, edible in the state of Arizona. And not only that, but they are all about flavoring life. Uh, their their edibles are all about taste, and they are delicious. They offer a wide ra- range of uh, doses and strains for you to choose from. You can get them at your local dispensary. If you have trouble finding them, uh, you can go to their website at ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands or OG's brands on Instagram. And, of course, we are giving you guys a little taste of not only PHNX, but a taste of OG's in our Flavoring Life sweepstakes over at gophnx.com. Uh, open shirt Derek. They did not call him out tonight for the uh, for the, for extra innings, and that's probably for the best. <laughs> uh, he needs his rest. But uh, one of you lucky winners out there will receive three bags of OG's gummies, including my favorite orange creamsicle. You'll get this OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Sign up at gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes below. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. It must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, and also, speaking of purchasing, uh, Game Time, the Game Time app. It's the best place for you to buy your tickets. Uh, if you missed out on tonight's game. Yeah, you could have been there tonight. Could have been there tonight. You could still go last tomorrow. Minute, <laughs> last minute, 60% off your tickets over at Game Time. Uh, Jesse's been talking about how beautiful the app is. I've been talking about how much money you can save. Save up to 60% on Game Time tickets. Leah, today, we were talking about Coyotes tickets. I know this isn't D-backs related, but there were a lot of people concerned about the price of Coyotes tickets. Leah was showing me on the Game Time app, you can get Coyotes tickets for 82 bucks at that yep. beautiful, tiny <laughs> arena. It still shocks me that that's a really good deal, but somehow it is. Well, okay. You <laughs> but Mr. you're getting a seat in the first yeah. 13 rows. games, okay? Right, Not right. to mention the fact that there's only 5,000 oh, people yeah. on this no, building. No, it makes perfect sense, you know, really. The, the Dodgers just... would sell out a, a baseball game with 5,000 people at it in moments, right? So... Oh, for sure. You know and they I mean? could charge like $1,000 a ticket or something He's ridiculous, not honestly. He's not wrong. Yeah. Well, you're not going to pay $1,000 per ticket over at game time. You are going to get your tickets for up to 60% off, and you're going to get them at the last minute. We know you procrastinators out there uh, miss out on events. You got FOMO. You can get your tickets over at game time. If you love PHNX, you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our show description. So we thank you for that. And we thank Game Time for making tickets affordable because uh, everything is more expensive these days, Jesse. <laughs> uh, inflation is out of control. And uh, of course, we need somebody to to stick up for us, the little guys that don't have enough money to go to sporting events like this. But uh, make sure to purchase your tickets at Game Time. Uh, Dre Day is here, Jesse. Dre Day, Dre is, Day here. is here. Dre Day is here. Dre Day. Uh, I'm going to start rapping here in a second, but Dre Jamison <laughs> has been added to the taxi squad for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And according to reports by Nick Pecoro, he will actually start tomorrow versus the San Diego Padres. First, do you anticipate this being an actual start or do you think this might be some sort of limited? And I'm not going to go as like, far as like say opener or something, but I'm going to say like maybe we uh, only see him go three or four innings. Or do you think no. this will be a full on? No, it should be debut? a full. It should be a full on debut. Um He's been pitching, you know, every fifth or sixth day in Reno. Um, and honestly, not pitching particularly well lately, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, uh, speak on it, Jesse. His, you know, we don't t- we don't lie around here. We don't lie around here. Well, you might you might at times, but I try not to. Um, Dre, what the fuck? <laughs> Dre Jameson has not pitched uh, particularly well over over his last few outings. Um, 
But on the whole, you know, if you look at if you look at his numbers in Reno, it's always just very hard to judge pitchers based on on Reno numbers, like we've said time and time again. It's not fair. Yeah, it's it's not. Um, but um, well, and if Ryan Nelson, your nemesis is in the chat oh, calling shit. you out. <laughs> the 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 Joker to my Batman. <laughs> fucking toe tree um, i love how toe tree has become the enemy even though i'm the one who claimed that you lie yeah, no no it's fine no toe tree toe tree is always my i enemy. started yeah, it but toe tree fine. is the he, nemesis he's this the lightning great. rod he gets all of my anger and fury um dre jameson throws like almost 100 miles almost an hour, 100 miles an hour. Um, he's yeah. touched 100 miles an hour uh some of you might remember seeing him pitch in spring training um and he showcased some of his pretty filthy stuff that he has at that point. So there is some reliever risk here. There's a decent contingent of people who believe that Dre Jameson's long-term home will be in the Diamondbacks bullpen, but nonetheless, they're going to, you know, they're going to bring him up as a starter. And even though his ERA in Reno is, you know, around six and a half or seven, something in that range, 6.95 is the exact number. It's not, it's not pretty, but then again, Ryan Nelson, you know, had a 5.45 ERA or something like that in Reno. And he hasn't allowed a run in the big leagues yet. So Based on the Ryan Nelson uh, calculations. Yeah. There's just a conversion. The there is a conversion there. chart. Yeah. Um, so Dre Jameson will easily hit over 100 and probably touch like 103. Oh, you're talking velocity. I'm talking the everything. I'm oh, about everything. Okay. Success rate, lower ERA. Again, dog and him. Dog and him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he is Himothy. Uh, well, I mean, again, uh, that might not be the worst thing. Like you said, he is kind of, he's been, it's been anticipated that he's going to be a reliever. Yeah. And. Let's be honest. The Diamondbacks need relievers. So even if he comes up now as a starter, I don't really feel like this is, you know, that that's necessarily the role. I also don't think the Diamondbacks are in a position right now as far as starting pitching is concerned for them to not to be turning guys away. I think them kicking the tires on guys and the success that they've had so far this season. Yeah. With with new guys coming up. they, They seem to have a lot of success with guys coming up at first. Right, like especially when they face the Padres, they're hot when they face the Padres. <laughs> you bring them in against the Padres, you're getting no hit, Padres. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those things that you know. I think the Diamondbacks really right now are doing this because, of course, the big question on a lot of people's minds is why Dre Jameson and not Brandon Fott. Right. The reason being is that Brandon Fott isn't in danger right now of of <laughs> being a Rule Five draft uh you know rule five potential uh target so uh brandon fought can still be added to the main roster next year he's not going anywhere whereas dre jameson is does have that danger out there for how long he's been in the organization right right yeah it's because it's really because and it's silly that it comes down to this but basically dre jameson was drafted in 2019 and brandon fought was drafted in 2020 Hence, the Diamondbacks That's are bringing it. up Dre Jameson instead of Brandon Fott. It sort of does come uh, come down to that just with how the Rule 5 draft rules work. Um, not impossible. We could still see Brandon Fott, but at this point, I think it just about shuts the door on that possibility. I, I don't think the D-backs will need any other starting pitchers uh, through the end of the season. Maybe Tommy Henry comes back up at some point. I guess that maybe that's still possible. Uh, he's probably the the only other starter who's not currently on the roster that I could see getting time this year. Well, you get great insight like that from Jesse over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up for a membership already, please do so. Uh, you get yourself an annual membership. You will get a free T-shirt from the phnxlocker.com. You guys know how beautiful the T-shirts are. Of course, if you get the month-to-month membership, you can get your first month for just 50 cents. 
regardless of your membership status, you get members access to our Discord, which let's be honest, that's worth the price of admission alone. You don't it's need priceless. The, you yeah. don't need the writing. You like we could charge <laughs> admission to the Discord. I'm sure we could charge more for tickets to the Discord than the Coyotes are charging for their games, but <laughs> wow. that's just because it's a popular place to be. We're more popular is what I'm saying. Uh, no, of course, uh, you also get members-only discounts regardless of your membership status over at the phnxlocker.com. And I'm only taking these shots at the Coyotes so much because uh, the wonderful Leah Morell. Morell? Merrill. Merrill. Come on, Derek. Why am you I just, always trying to do this? You can't pronounce last names. I, We've worked I, I together so for a bad. year. Well, no, that's the thing is it's in the moment. It all of a sudden sounds wrong for me to say Merrill. Uh, so that's why I went with like I like like okay. I like to like you know liven it up and add like sure. okay. uh, extra to it. There was a, a oh, fantasy draft pick that I took that I was calling him like Go Dare, and people are like it's Goddard. You know, it's just you're not uh. you don't need to add that extra. You're not <laughs> he's not from a different country or anything like that. You're not pronouncing it right. But uh, of course, we thank you guys for joining us. If you are watching us right now on the PHNX YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. And if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, uh, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five star review. Uh, Jesse, the calendar doesn't look any better. No, we still have a whole lot of Dodgers on can the calendar. We, can we put that off More for a second, Padres. though? Can we put that off and talk about uh, Jake McCarthy trying to steal home? Because oh, that was can. that was wild. What was what was that? Did, <laughs> I, I did they know. really think they were going to catch him sleeping? Did they notice something like in the delivery that was taking longer? Or like he was they, close. Oh, like Jake was so McCarthy close. was really close. And yeah. honestly, when the Diamondbacks challenged the play because of the ridiculous home blocking, plate rule that will home plate yes that we'll discuss in a moment, I actually thought it was possible that the that the play could be overturned just because Jake McCarthy was safe instead of out. Um, which it uh, seemed looking at the replay that that wasn't the case when it was all said and done. But Derek, do you understand uh, Major League Baseball's home plate? I do not blocking the plate. I rule? do not, especially not yeah. after tonight. No, because <laughs> the one caveat to that rule, right, is that if the ball of the throw yeah. takes them in the way of the runner, if it takes them to blocking the plate, that that's the way for them to classify it as him not blocking the plate. And tonight. The Dodgers catcher was blocking the plate the entire time before the ball was even thrown. Well, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. And the indication is that if you look at the replay, he didn't move at all when yeah. the throw came to him. He was already in the spot, right? Um, and and the spot that he was in was a spot where he was blocking the plate. Um, at least I, it appeared that that was probably the case. So I don't know where you know where this rule stands right now. It seems like Major League Baseball is almost. I don't know. Maybe they're backing off of it because of. I mean, they have enforced this rule in the last few months, and a lot of there's got a lot of pushback. A lot of players it. have pushed back quite yeah. a bit, and so maybe it's like, all right, maybe we tighten up the rules a little bit, make it make it happen a little bit less. But, but at the, the end of the, the day, the you rule, just want to be consistent, right? The rule about that is that you can't, you shouldn't be doing that until the season is over. If, yeah. if, if you're being strict yeah, you on a shouldn't, call, you shouldn't you make shouldn't like be strict on it all season long. You shouldn't all of a sudden make that change. And yeah. I'm sure. The scrutiny that umpires are going through lends to that, and I'm sure they kind of hate it. They sounded like they hated it, right? Because yeah. the umpires were like, "We have to enforce this rule, but we didn't make the rule, yeah. right?" So we're just enforcing <laughs> and it's almost it like Major League Baseball respond, and we're like, "Actually, don't enforce yeah, the rule. Like, right? <laughs> don't make <laughs> like, us look this idiotic anymore." <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, again, there's 
there is something weird about it. Like Rock says in the comments, remove the rule and let's get back to old school baseball collisions, which I'm, of course, all for. Are um, you? Oh, yeah. That that uh, still kind of scares me. Well, you know what? Like, you what know, happened to Buster Posey was was pretty unfortunate. No, it and absolutely I, I was. And it's and I don't worse that it's, want that it's the best player on your team, right? Which, yeah, that that's kind of, I guess maybe that's the rarity, right? Because a lot of the time the catcher isn't necessarily the best player on the team. Are you uh, making a case? What I'm making, are a, you case making for, a case that because catchers yeah, are just are usually not the best player on the Run team. Over. Ex- they have they have protective gear on, Jesse. <laughs> He's wearing a chest. He basically chest has armor on. He's got a so, mask. So run him over, he, why don't you? He might you? as well oh. be a knight with a lance on a horse. <laughs> what are we even doing here? He is in a suit of armor. No, oh, I do think God. it's funny, though, that, that that was ever a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, really, when you think about it, can you imagine that just being the rule in baseball at every plate, at every base? At every base. Like, oh, yeah, they make the <laughs> they make the force out at first. But no, he ran over the first <laughs> baseman and he dropped the ball. Like, it is a crazy ass rule when you really think about the fact that well, we just I mean, allow at that first, for home. At first base, you don't generally have to tag the guy. You know, you just have your foot on the care. bag and you and you catch it. The so point it's, is, it's is a that little different than a lot is, of the plays at home. I can run into him and knock the ball out of the hand. That should be the rule for every base. Catchers are not people to bees. I don't know what that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, that rule sucks. And tonight's, uh, I felt like tonight's uh, evaluation of it was probably one of the worst yeah. based on what we've seen this season. We it's need not to, do... to say I really think it's wrong the way it was applied tonight. Yeah. I thought the way that I went mean, down it would have was... felt a little messed up if they overturned it. They won on a walk off yeah. like that. <laughs> A lot of people in the comments liked that Jake McCarthy did that, though. They were in, they were yeah, in favor of that. I think it's likable, and and Jake McCarthy has gotten to the point where you can't not like the guy. I mean, he he's, does he he's can't hitting, do any wrong. No, he's he hitting wrong. he's hitting three hundred, and I mean, just having the guts to try to steal home That's in the incredible. bottom of the ninth with a pretty good hitter in Corbin Carroll at the plate. Uh, who had homered earlier in the game, right? Yeah. And and Jake McCarthy is a gamer, man. I mean, he just goes out there and like tries to find a way to to make things happen on the base pads. Yeah. Maybe this move was a little over aggressive. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I'd be interested to see what Tori Lovello has to say about this um, after the game. But they brought up on the broadcast that he made a step back. And then yeah. he ran. He really like, could have been safe. Like, it, yeah. yeah, if he had like an extra step in his favor, yeah. it really, had it he, really could he, have happened. Had he not taken that step back, could but. you imagine how electric? Like this tonight's already pretty electric for the D-backs. But electric. could you imagine if Jake McCarthy had, had freaking stolen, stolen home, home <laughs> and the Diamondbacks won on a walk? Like that is the most uh, electric walk. We need to go behind the curtain history. for a second too, because we need to tell the people what was going on here at the PHNX studios while this was happening while they were reviewing this play Derek was attempting to turn up the volume on the TV but instead of turning up the volume on the TV he turned off the TV no wait first I switched all the TVs on we just had one TV on then I turned them all to Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. Then I turned them all off. And Jesse and I are screaming because we don't know what's happening. Yeah, then I got literally... the center TV back on, and I think I might have turned and it off again. Right um, when it turned on, I was like, okay, we're going to the 10th inning. And I said, yeah. Derek, this is all your fault. We could have had this game over sooner. Yeah, Jesse blamed me. He said oh, that yeah. actively the, the umpires uh, 
called the call the way they did. Yeah, Derek definitely impacted the, the ruling in New York. Yeah, um, yeah they realized how incompetent eh. this guy is working our, our TV remotes around the it's... studio here. And they're like, yeah, we can't we can't make this call in favor of this guy's baseball. I'm just going to ignore all work. of this chat. But Ryan says Jake was showing off for Cam. I think that's probably uh, very true. Campaign's pretty fast. You think Jake McCarthy is Jake McCarthy faster than than uh, campaign? Ooh, ooh. I don't know. I think we need a foot race. I think we need a foot race. Can we get Kyler Murray out there too, and maybe Corbin Carroll? I am. Yeah, I am still fascinated by the question of who's faster between Kyler Murray and Corbin Carroll because I think it is very close. I think Corbin Carroll is faster, and the limited research that I've done, it appears to suggest that Corbin Carroll is faster. Um, but I digress. I. How did I get on this? I don't know. You got to you got to win in a foot race. Oh, you're talking about. Yeah, numbers are numbers. I need a flat out foot race between these. There we go. There Um, we go. Much like our all city division, which is becoming uh, a foot race, because uh, ever since uh, Tory, Tory, Tony LaRusso stepped down from the Chicago White Sox, they've kind of been on fire, which is something we here at Arizona might know a little something about when it comes to LaRusso. But uh, the Chicago White Sox now 73 and 70. Uh, Diamondbacks still trying to get up there to 500. Uh, don't think that's going to happen now at this point. Not enough games against winnable opponents left on the schedule. Five, five game series still on the schedule against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. And that just, that doesn't even seem like it should be a thing at all. But no, uh, Colorado Rockies and Chicago Cubs kind of uh, finish up the division there. But uh, Shane says Jake does have that dog in him. He absolutely has that dog in him. <laughs> Uh, and now Shane is barking in the chat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. And, and calling your names. Yeah. And trying to get your attention. <laughs> Hi, he, Shane. I think he's he's definitely. Yeah. He's trying to like. Yeah. He's trying to be an actual like dog. In, yeah. In the, yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. it. Makes I get sense. it. I get it. And <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, Jesse, any thoughts on this terrible upcoming calendar and <laughs> the games that the Diamondbacks have, especially against the Padres starting tomorrow? Um, yeah, I mean, the Padres series, the Padres are, are still, I mean, their games really do mean something still. So even though the Diamondbacks at this point, and you kind of throw in the towel on, on their playoff hopes, probably, I mean, that's not news as of today. It was probably a few days ago. You could have said that, but, um, play a little spoiler. Yeah, they have a chance to play some spoiler here um, with the Padres and, and you know, the Brewers are still sort of in the mix. D-backs finish up the season against them. So um, there's some opportunity to, to kind of irritate some teams. And, you know, when you're a team kind of hovering around 500, probably not going to make the playoffs yourselves. That's that's kind of what you're there for in September, you know, just sort of be a nuisance um, <laughs> and, you know, do things like what Jake McCarthy and Dalton Varsho and a lot of the young, exciting players on this team are doing right now. Yeah. And I think the D-backs have a, have a good chance to do that. And also, I mean, come out to the ballpark. I mean, we're kind of running out of home games at this point. The D-backs play more road games, quite a few more road games than home games uh, through the end of the season. So, you're you're looking at this weekend or next weekend That's being the, the last opportunities to see the D-backs at Chase Field this year. That's it, uh, and you, you have a chance to go out and see them by going to Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers, which is now yes. open. Uh, by the way, we kind of told you some of this information on Twitter, but uh, it is now open. The exterior entrance is open. You do not need a ticket, and you do not need to pay anything to sit. Uh, at any of their tables right now for the rest of the season. Uh, and there's no minimum, there's no charge, there's nothing. You just you pay the price for your food and your drinks and you get yourself a wonderful table 
over there. I got to be there this morning for the grand opening. I got to watch our friend Derek Hall drink a beer at like 8.30 in the morning. He did not. He, it was like 9. He didn't look too happy about that. That's a... You got a whole day ahead of you, you know, there, but uh, Derek my, Hall wouldn't do well in this. No, office. no, he would not. I don't know how well he do. I was, I was, I was drinking beer samples at 9 a.m. and I'm still here at 10:56 p.m. I'm going strong, baby. Uh, my favorite part of today, though, was uh, they introduced a burger for Randy Johnson called the Big Unit that you can only get at the uh, Chase Field location. Randy Johnson was behind me. Uh, <laughs> while this was going on, and he had very funny comments to make, including about Derek Hall drinking the beer. He said it had to be 5 o'clock somewhere, and then I told Randy Johnson that airport rules are always in effect for him. He's a hero. He's a legend. He can drink at 6 a.m., 11 a.m. It doesn't matter what time it is. You keep your judgments to yourself. Uh, by the way, I didn't. I noticed Sean. Did Sean bark in Icelandic in the chat earlier? So, that the, a, so the joke. Is that a Bjork? So the joke. Um, <laughs> Cue up. Let me just scroll through all of these yeah, no, comments I mean, in all caps by Shane, Sean, dog. and Totri. So he said, hey, Derek, what sound does a Swedish dog make? Uh, and Sean said, Bjork. Bjork. And Shane said, Bjork. Bjork. And now they yeah. are spamming your chat nice. with, they're trying to say this is the Sun Devil show, but it's not. It's the D-back show. I don't, so. I, don't like, I, don't like, I don't like what's going on here. I don't like what's going on here, but uh, you, guys, you guys save it for tomorrow. You have your show. Uh, <laughs> of course... We have very little of this season left, like you said. Diamondbacks playoffs uh, hopes are kind of in the rearview mirror, but it will be fun to watch them going forward, see what they can do, uh, see guys like Dre Jamison make their debut and see what he can do. Yeah, uh, If they can start filling the starting rotation uh, with guys that can help them win baseball games, next year is going to be a very fun year right from the get-go. Not to mention we have yeah. Brandon Fott still waiting in the wings to uh, add to this uh, rotation. So hopefully, look, we've seen the older guys can't get it done. Hopefully the younger guys can, right? I think that's where we're at at this point. That's the question yeah. that so many people Just have Just so, you know, when you say older guys, you kind of lump Merrill Kelly in there. Because, you know, he's kind of like in his mid-30s at this point. So He's, he's older than Madison Bumgarner. He is older than Madison Bumgarner. Uh, that, will, that will never make sense to me no. as long as I live. But yeah. I guess he has like half as many innings on his arm, but he is older <laughs> than Madison Bumgarner. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's how that goes. But of course, uh, you guys can go bet on uh, Dre Jameson in his debut against the Padres tomorrow over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can do that and so much more. Of course, uh, football season is back, and that's what everybody is excited about. I know I love betting on the NFL. It's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and new customers right now can bet just $5, and you will get $200 in free bets instantly by betting on any team uh, in the NFL on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of the DraftKings early win promotion, which I got to experience by betting on the Buffalo Bills in their game. But bet on any F NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team ends up losing. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our promo code of PHNX, and you will get all of that. You'll get the $200 in free bets for betting $5, and you will also get down on that early win promotion. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And, of course, uh, Jesse, I I, know, I always say this. I, I used to say it all the time, but baseball, there's not a lot of time. Baseball's fun, but it's more fun when you bet on it. Get it on is. the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And bet on that. Uh, and that's not all, Jesse. 
we also got our friends at Four Peaks, which I've been enjoying all night long. Uh, shout out to our friends at Four Peaks, of course, for keeping us fully stocked in our refrigerator full of beer, uh, as well as giving us a place for us to record our shows from. Uh, you can get down with us over at the Four Peaks. Uh, it's the 8th Street Pub this Sunday, the 18th, 12.30 p.m., Cardinals Watch Party. Enjoy drink specials, Cardinals ticket giveaways, and a 220-inch screen experience. Check out our link in the description below. Must be 21 or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. If you don't get, uh, if you don't get to join us, make sure uh, to. <laughs> uh, Tochi, I really wanted to like you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like we, you know, things I, I have been sort of good you. between us. Look, I but... tried to tell you. You were like, "Why is he a poop emoji in your phone?" <laughs> now you know why he's a poop now emoji. Now I know in your why. Phone. Yeah. yeah uh sean's right i am ducking him in mlb the show you guys you guys know i like to play i like to play video games to enjoy them not to play them against sean <laughs> uh but of course if you don't make it out to four peaks make sure to grab yourself some four peaks at your local grocery store and enjoy them at home again must be 21 or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly jesse that's all i got air conditioning is off in this building i'm hot these lights are hot i can't take this anymore <laughs> i'm sweating through my Roosevelt shirt, which usually doesn't sweat through because it's amazing material and fabric. And now I'm doing an ad for them and I'm not even getting paid for it. But of course, uh, we thank you guys for being here late. It's 11 o'clock. You guys are still with us. We thank you guys so much. PHNX after dark. PHNX after dark. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy's at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys again, not only for being D-backs fans, but for being with us this late. Uh, shout out to our ASU Sun Devils crew, everybody except Totri. Uh, and we thank you guys for joining us on behalf of Jesse and myself. We always appreciate you, and we always appreciate the Diamondbacks winning on a walk-off. Uh, remember, kids, baseball is fun. But it's so much more fun when the Diamondbacks don't get swept by the fucking Dodgers. <laughs>